Welcome to the show. It is the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Foodpocalypse Now, back for another episode. And of course, uh, we're post-Easter, so hopefully everyone had a very happy Easter. Uh, I know I had a great Easter full of uh, lots of delicious Easter candy and lots of uh, delicious Easter food. You know, I was going to do a podcast before Easter and kind of run down uh, some of my favorite uh, some of my favorite Easter candy, but uh, but things got to, things got a little hectic around Easter, and honestly decided to take a little break from the uh, the Food Apocalypse Now podcast, uh, take a little break from the Snack Attack videos on our YouTube channel, and just enjoy some time with with family. So uh, got to do that, but uh, uh, Easter candy, I really made out this year. My mother-in-law and my wife uh, both got me my favorite Easter candy of all time. Has to be the Cadbury mini eggs. You got that delicious Cadbury chocolate with that crunchy shell. It's kind of textured. Uh, not not quite. It almost feels powdery. It, it's, it's a very... Uh, different texture uh it looks like the little eggs i love those things those are delicious of course a reese's uh peanut butter eggs uh probably have to be a very close second and uh like i've, I've talked about this before with other people uh it, the egg shape really does make the difference because i think it is the perfect chocolate to peanut butter ratio to make the perfect snacking uh snacking uh, treat and of course uh, third on my list of my favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury uh, caramel filled eggs and of course they came out with the cream filled eggs here back uh, when was it back in the 80s but they they later on I, I don't know if it was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s they came out with the caramel filled ones and those are just delicious any anything filled with caramel is okay in my book so uh some of my favorite easter candies hopefully you uh, made out very well this easter with like i said lots of candy and lots of delicious food uh, to enjoy the holiday and of course you know it, uh, i'm not going to get all preachy but uh you know there is a reason for the season so it was nice to be able to celebrate that with the with family and friends and then just personally but uh Speaking of snacks, you know, to, uh, not just Easter candy I've been enjoying lately. Uh, I've been talking about, we've done this on the uh, Food Apocalypse Now Snack Attack videos on the uh, the YouTube channel. And I've been getting these uh, Universal Yums boxes every month. So once a month we do uh, one of the Snack Attack videos with the Universal Yums box. And the really cool thing about Universal Yums, and you know, I sound like a, a paid advertisement. I, I swear, I swear to God. Uh, nobody's paying me this. I just really like what they're doing and like uh, a lot of the snacks I've gotten so far. I'm only a couple boxes in, but one of the cool things about Universal Yums is you can go to their website and you can get some of the old, uh, not old, but I mean, you can get some of the things uh, that were in previous boxes or like if you're like me, uh, I get the the base box, uh, the cheapest box. I'm a cheap guy. <laughs> I work in radio. That's my day job, and we don't make a ton of money. So I just got the uh, the base box. No, actually, it's more. If I'm going to do videos, I don't want to have to try uh, 15 different things. I want to, you know, wanted to keep it uh, as small as possible so I could make a a, a video that it was maybe not uh, less is more sort of thing. But but 
you know, some of the bigger boxes that have more things on uh, the Universal Yums uh, boxes, uh, just some of them look amazing. And you can go on their website, universalyums.com, to their shop, and you can purchase some of the things from previous boxes. You can purchase some of the things from uh, from the box, the, the current box that maybe you didn't get. Uh, in You know, the one that I get usually has like five to seven items, but they have some with, with much, much more. And that's what I did. I went on their website and bought a few of the snacks and... Uh, one of the the German box was this past month's box, and a lot of dis- delicious things. Uh, but one of the things I was really excited about were these uh, pulled pork chips that were not in the box that I got. Uh, they were in one of the uh, the bigger subscription boxes for Universal Yums. Uh, but I tried them. I'm not going to try to pronounce the German. Uh, just we'll just go with pulled pork. Uh, chips, but uh, I, I tried these things, and boy, howdy, are they good! I mean, they really do taste like pulled pork. I mean, you get the smokiness, you get that pulled pork sauce flavor. You you taste pork. It, it's kind of got a, a bacony uh, flavor to it. They're very crisp, uh, very crunchy. A great uh, salty snack. If you got a craving for a salty snack, this is really the way to go. And I love pulled pork. I'm a huge pulled pork fan, and. Uh, just a dynamite chip. So I encourage everyone, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, one of the other things I got, which was kind of, uh, I was really intrigued by these. It was part of the uh, box from the UK, uh, but which I didn't get. I, I was on board a little too late with the Universal Elms. But like I said, the cool thing is you can go to the website, go to the shop, and buy some of the things from previous boxes. And this one really caught my eye because I love rhubarb. And they had these bonbons. They're a Bristos of Devon. Uh, they're chewy bonbons, and they're a rhubarb and custard flavor. And I thought, that's really interesting. I, I like that. And and I have been enjoying these probably probably more so, much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, you know, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure, and she's seeing me popping these uh, rhubarb and custard bonbons left and right. And she's like, oh, he's going to have to do some extra sit-ups tonight. But no, on all serious though, they're they're delicious. You it's you can look at them, and uh, half of them's kind of a pinkish, half of them's kind of a uh, a yellowy, creamy color, and and that's kind of it. Uh, the pink side is the rhubarb side. It's very tart, uh, that tart rhubarb feel to it, and uh, air taste to it. And then the other side is the creamy custard side, and and really both flavors are just wonderful in these things. The custard really tastes custardy. You're not just getting vanilla. It really tastes like uh, a chewy custard. And the uh, the rhubarb side, you get that tartness, you get that that rhubarb uh, taste, and it, they're just wonderful. My wife is not a big fan of them. She doesn't like sour things, and and these things are kind of tart but you get a bit of that tartness from the one side and then the the creamy custard side kind of mellows it out after a while they're just fantastic so i encourage everyone if you get a chance uh check them out at universalyums.com like i said they're not paying me for this i just really dig what they're doing so uh really uh excited to try more stuff uh the next box is going to be from spain so be looking for that on the uh youtube channel for food apocalypse now in our snack attack video series and uh, some more more videos to come i'm trying to come up with some different ideas uh uh, some different things to uh, to add content to to both the the podcast. Um, got some things in the work. Maybe getting my wife involved in this. Uh, Food Apocalypse now has been a labor of love for years. Truly, I've been doing the the blog, uh, the website. Uh, now this podcast, the 
the uh, Snack Attack video series. But behind the scenes, my wife, uh, even before she was my wife, she was there with me. She was, you know, uh, proofreading all my blogs. Uh, she's, you know, on the Snack Attack videos, she's behind the camera kind of directing me and, and filming me and kind of doing art direction, making sure things are, are where they're supposed to be. And with the, uh, the podcast, she's always helping me out with ideas for, uh, for what I can do next. So uh, she's, she's been my rock and, and behind the scenes, a, a driving force of food apocalypse. Now she's the one that, that, you know, really, uh, helped get me the confidence to, to start the blog in the first place, how this whole thing started. So uh, she's she's been behind the scenes, and uh, I'm trying to get her... Uh, I don't know if she'll get in front of the camera, but at least I'm thinking we're going to do some sort of podcast. Uh, I, I would like to... You know, maybe her just do it by herself, but but until uh, I think she's uh, comfortable with that, I think we're going to do one together. And maybe, you know, she's all the time on Pinterest uh, and just you know, making delicious meals based on these Pinterest recipes. And, and she'll go in and, and take the recipe and kind of make it her own, you know, add this, uh, take out that. And and so we're, we're maybe going to do something along the lines of that to go over some of her, the Pinterest recipes that she's found and what she's done to make them her own and, uh, and talk about uh, that sort of thing. So hopefully it'll be fun uh, for you to listen to. I know it'll be fun for us to do. We're excited about uh, maybe getting started on that here in the not too distant future right now we're still uh wrapping up a renovation on our place it's it's been it's taking it seems like it's taking forever but uh we are wrapping up a reno and uh now that things are kind of winding down we're kind of getting things where they need to be uh we can start taking a little less time of uh unpacking and and that sort of thing and getting things where they need to be in a little more time doing things we love like uh you know uh, the food apocalypse now stuff so really kind of excited about that and uh, speaking of my wife that was kind of what i wanted to get into with this uh episode of the podcast is that uh, you know it's uh my wife and i we're you know like you know you say soulmates and that's that's really it you know we go out to dinner uh most times and her mom uh my mother-in-law marvels uh in the fact that a lot of times we will we will order the same thing because our tastes are so similar not all the times but a lot of times we'll order the same thing uh because we're really just so connected that we we like a lot of the same things but every once in a while our tastes differ and that's what made me think of uh this subject for this podcast is do you and your significant other ever differ on on food uh, and, and maybe not so much the types of food you eat, but how you eat it. Uh, and I, I say that with a with a grin in my face and a gleam in my eye because uh, the case in point I'm thinking of, my wife and I eat bagels for breakfast a lot of mornings, probably more than I should. I know bagels, uh, they're delicious, but maybe not the healthiest breakfast, but uh, eat bagels quite often. I love Asiago bagels. Uh, they're just tops in my book. And what I love to put on those is uh, uh, salmon cream cheese. Philadelphia makes a great salmon cream cheese that I I quite enjoy. And my wife, I think I kind of introduced her to that, and she enjoys it as well. But uh, when we go to make our breakfast, uh, we differ very much on 
the amount of cream cheese that is proper for a bagel. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you and your significant other uh, differ on on the application, I should say, of, of food in your life? Uh, it's, it's funny because I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, I remember the first time I ever made a bagel in front of her was at work because we also worked together. And uh, I brought in uh, a bagel and some cream cheese and was making that for breakfast uh, when I would make, uh, you know, wait till I got to work to, to eat breakfast. And uh, she later told me, she didn't tell me as I was doing it, but later she told me she was horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on my bagel. Now, to be fair, I have cut back a little bit. I did did realize that maybe, maybe I was using a touch too much cream cheese on my bagel. I, I'm I'm not 100% certain that's true, but but I I could see where someone might look at my bagel and say that's a that's a skoosh too much cream cheese. But I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and my argument is and uh, was and will be that if you watch the commercials for any sort of cream cheese, they're slathering that stuff on that bagel, high and mighty, towering <laughs> gobs of cream cheese on top of that bagel and that's that's really the precedence that uh, was set for me and the bagels that I like to have I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel now my wife on the other hand Heather uh, she goes in the very opposite direction uh, when she makes her bagel uh, first she puts down a, a like it puts a little butter on the on the the bagel uh, you know gets it uh, uh, buttered up uh, and just like I said just a thin slice or a thin spread of butter and then the, pretty much the same thing with the cream cheese. Uh, so thin that you can see through to the bagel in some parts. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough cream cheese. If you're, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You got to go big or go home. But no, that's, what, that's how she likes her bagels. Uh, just the, the thinnest, thinnest spread of cream cheese. And, uh, and you know what? <laughs> we... We go back and forth uh, constantly. Uh, she is horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on mine. I am horrified at the lack of cream cheese on her bagel. And uh, it's funny to, to listen to us go back and forth because I don't think either one of us is going to relent. Uh, like I said, I maybe relented a little bit and cut back ever so slightly on my cream cheese consumption. Uh, because that stuff ain't cheap, and uh, like I said, I am trying to watch my girlish figure, and uh, those uh, those dollops of cream cheese that I'm putting my bagel uh, are not calorie-free, or fat-free, for that matter. So, I, I, I suppose if you're looking at it from a health standpoint, uh, my wife is in the right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit it. She's probably right in that regard. But if you're talking from a, a pure taste standpoint, I think I am leaning more in the right direction because, like I said, you know what? When I eat a bagel uh, with cream cheese, I want lots of Asiago cheese on that bagel, and I want just as much, if not more, of that salmon cream cheese goodness. In this case, it's Asiago bagels and salmon cream cheese. But I, I want to taste it. I want to live life. I want to grab it by the haunches. And I want to taste every morsel at maximum flavor. But, uh, but like I said, uh, from a health standpoint, I am probably way, way off 
base on this one. And my wife is probably uh, a little more where, well, no, I, I, I tell you, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say she's a little more where it, it's at because, uh, like I said, she, uh, she doesn't put nearly enough cream cheese on her bagel. But do you and your significant other have a, a differing opinion on how much, uh, is the right amount for, for anything, uh, whether it's syrup on your pancakes or waffles, whether it's uh, peanut butter on your bread, uh, whether it's, you know, how much creamer you put in my coffee. She's also very, uh, disturbed by the amount of creamer I put in my coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. She she likes tea. So she'll put like the, just the tiniest splash of a creamer in her tea. But uh, I like I like my coffee like I like my women. Strong, sweet, and creamy. Uh, that's how I've always said. Uh, now, 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 I don't say that too much these days because, uh, because you know, uh, there's only one woman for me. Uh, but she is strong. She is very sweet. And she does have uh, creamy skin silky smooth skin so still works but at any rate uh, i do use a lot of creamer in my coffee as well and she is kind of horrified by that but but do you have anything uh i i would be interested to see uh how many couples uh and like i said we we snipe back and forth we rib each other a little bit even i i would i wouldn't say argue if it is any argument it is all in fun and jest so I don't think food is anything to argue about and get get angry, uh, mean and nasty. So hopefully you don't argue with your significant other uh, to that point. But is there any good-natured ribbing on uh, on what uh, you eat or your your significant other eats and how you eat it in so in so much as uh, you know how much you put of this that or the other thing on what you're eating. I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples actually uh, have that sort of dynamic in their relationship. But uh, like I said, uh, we, we do it all in good fun and a lot of good natured ribbing. And I don't think either one of us is going to back down. I'm still going to put uh, probably more cream cheese on my bagel than I should. Admittedly so. And my wife is still not going to put enough on hers uh, for me to want to have a bite of hers. That that's probably that's probably uh, a strategy on her part. If she wants me to leave her bagel alone and not try to sneak bites, uh, yeah, that would probably be the best idea. Not to put very much cream cheese on it, and that's a sure way for me to not try and sneak a bite of her bagel. So there, there miss maybe a little strategery going on there. But, uh, but I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have some fun with that. And I thought I would just kind of share that in this podcast. And like I said, I wonder how many other uh, couples uh, have that sort of a thing going on, that sort of dynamic going on. So until the next time, uh, have yourself a great one. I'm going to go uh, slather on mountains of salmon cream cheese on a bagel. And uh, I know it's probably late and I probably shouldn't be eating a bagel, let alone with the copious amounts of cream cheese that I use at this time. But you know what? If not now, when? So until then, 
We'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. Until then, be sure to check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com, for our, our blog. Uh, you can also check this podcast out there or, or on Spotify. Uh, you can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, Foodpocalypse Now, on YouTube for the Snack Attack video series. You can also find this podcast there and lots of uh, more things coming to both the podcast and the uh uh, YouTube channel, but as I said, again, check out foodpocalypsenow.com. Welcome to the show. It is the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Foodpocalypse Now, back for another episode. And of course, uh, we're post Easter, so hopefully everyone had a very happy Easter. Uh, I know I had a great Easter full of uh, lots of delicious Easter candy and lots of uh, delicious Easter food. You know, I was going to do a podcast before Easter and kind of run down uh, some of my favorite. Uh, some of my favorite Easter candy, but uh, but things got to, things got a little hectic around Easter, and honestly decided to take a little break from the uh, the Food Apocalypse Now podcast, uh, take a little break from the Snack Attack videos on our YouTube channel, and just enjoy some time with with family. So uh, got to do that, but uh, uh, Easter candy, I really made out this year. My mother-in-law and my wife uh, both got me my favorite Easter candy of all time. Has to be the Cadbury mini eggs. You got that delicious Cadbury chocolate with that crunchy shell. It's kind of textured. Uh, not not quite. It almost feels powdery. It, it's, it's a very... Uh, different texture uh it looks like the little eggs i love those things those are delicious of course a reese's uh peanut butter eggs uh probably have to be a very close second and uh like i've, I've talked about this before with other people uh it, the egg shape really does make the difference because i think it is the perfect chocolate to peanut butter ratio to make the perfect snacking uh snacking uh, treat and of course uh, third on my list of my favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury uh, caramel filled eggs and of course they came out with the cream filled eggs here back uh, when was it back in the 80s but they they later on I, I don't know if it was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s they came out with the caramel filled ones and those are just delicious any anything filled with caramel is okay in my book. So uh, some of my favorite Easter candies. Hopefully you uh, made out very well this Easter with, like I said, lots of candy and lots of delicious food uh, to enjoy the holiday. And of course, you know, it, uh, I'm not going to get all preachy, but uh, you know, there is a reason for the season. So it was nice to be able to celebrate that with the with family and friends and then just personally. But uh, speaking of snacks, you know, it, uh, not just Easter candy I've been enjoying lately. Uh, I've been talking about, we've done this on the uh, food apocalypse now snack attack videos on the uh, the YouTube channel and I've been getting these uh, universal yums boxes every month so once a month we do uh, one of the snack attack videos with the universal yums box and the really cool thing about universal yums and you know I sound like a, a paid advertisement I, I swear I swear to God uh, nobody's paying me this I just really like what they're doing and like uh, a lot of the snacks I've gotten so far I'm only a couple boxes in but one of the cool things about Universal Yums is you can go to their website and you can get some of the old, uh, not old, but I mean, you can get some of the things uh, that were in previous boxes. Or like if you're like me, uh, I get the the base box, uh, the cheapest box. I'm a cheap guy. 
<laughs> I work in radio. That's my day job, and we don't make a ton of money. So I just got the uh, the base box. No, actually, it's more. If I'm going to do videos, I don't want to have to try uh, 15 different things. I want to, you know, wanted to keep it uh, as small as possible so I could make a a, a video that it was maybe not uh, less is more sort of thing. But but. You know, some of the bigger boxes that have more things on uh, the Universal Yums uh, boxes, uh, just some of them look amazing. And you can go on their website, universalyums.com, to their shop, and you can purchase some of the things from previous boxes. You can purchase some of the things from uh, from the box, the, the current box that maybe you didn't get. Uh, in You know, the one that I get usually has like five to seven items, but they have some with, with much, much more. And that's what I did. I went on their website and bought a few of the snacks and... Uh, one of the the German box was this past month's box, and a lot of delicious things. Uh, but one of the things I was really excited about were these uh, pulled pork chips that were not in the box that I got. Uh, they were in one of the uh, the bigger subscription boxes for Universal Yums. Uh, but I tried them. I'm not going to try and pronounce the German. Uh, just we'll just go with pulled pork uh, <laughs> chips. But uh, I, I tried these things and. Boy, howdy, are they good. I mean, they really do taste like pulled pork. I mean, you get the smokiness. You get that pulled pork sauce flavor. You, you taste pork. It, it's kind of got a, a bacony uh, flavor to it. They're very crisp, uh, very crunchy, a great uh, salty snack. If you get a craving for a salty snack, this is really the way to go. And I love pulled pork. I'm a huge pulled pork fan. And uh, just a dynamite chip. So I encourage everyone, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, one of the other things I got, which was kind of, uh, I was really intrigued by these. It was part of the uh, box from the UK, uh, but which I didn't get. I, I was on board a little too late with the Universal Yums. But like I said, the cool thing is you can go to the website, go to the shop, and buy some of the things from previous boxes. And this one really caught my eye because I love rhubarb. And they had these bonbons. They're a Bristos of Devon. Uh, they're chewy bonbons, and they're a rhubarb and custard flavor. And I thought, that's really interesting. I, I like that. And and I have been enjoying these <laughs> probably probably more so, much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, you know, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure, and she's seeing me popping these uh, rhubarb and custard bonbons left and right. And she's like, oh, he's going to have to do some extra sit-ups tonight. But no, on all serious though, they're they're delicious. You it's you can look at them, and uh, half of them's kind of a pinkish, half of them's kind of a uh, a yellowy, creamy color, and and that's kind of it. Uh, the pink side is the rhubarb side. It's very tart, uh, that tart rhubarb feel to it, and uh, or taste to it. And then the other side is the creamy custard side, and and really both flavors are just wonderful in these things. The custard really tastes custardy. You're not just getting vanilla. It really tastes like uh, a chewy custard. And the uh, the rhubarb side, you get that tartness. You get that that rhubarb uh, taste, and it, they're just wonderful. My wife is not a big fan of them. She doesn't like sour things, and and these things are, are kind of tart but you get a bit of that tartness from the one side and then the the creamy custard side kind of mellows it out after a while they're just fantastic so i encourage everyone if you get a chance uh check them out at universalyums.com like i said they're not paying me for this i just really dig what they're doing so uh really uh excited to try more stuff uh the next box is going to be from spain so be looking for that on the uh youtube channel for food apocalypse now in our snack attack video series and uh, some more more videos to come. I'm trying to come up with some different ideas. Uh, 
uh, some different things to uh, to add content to to both the the podcast. Um, got some things in the work. Maybe getting my wife involved in this. Uh, Food Apocalypse now has been a labor of love for years. Truly, I've been doing the the blog, uh, the website. Uh, now this podcast, the the uh, snack attack video series. But behind the scenes, my wife, uh, even before she was my wife, she was there with me. She was you know uh, proofreading all my blogs. Uh, she's you know on the snack attack videos she's behind the camera kind of directing me and and filming me and kind of doing art direction making sure things are, are where they're supposed to be and with the uh, the podcast she's always helping me out with ideas for uh, for what i can do next so uh, she's she's been my rock and and behind the scenes a, a driving force of food apocalypse now she's the one that that you know really uh helped get me the confidence to to start the blog in the first place how this whole thing started so uh she's she's been behind the scenes and uh, i'm trying to get her uh i don't know if she'll get in front of the camera but at least i'm thinking we're going to do some sort of podcast uh i i would like to you know maybe her just do it by herself but but until uh i think she's comfortable with that i think we're going to do one together and maybe you know she's all the time on pinterest uh and just you know, making delicious meals based on these Pinterest recipes. And, and she'll go in and, and take the recipe and kind of make it her own, you know, add this, uh, take out that. And and so we're, we're maybe going to do something along the lines of that to go over some of her, the Pinterest recipes that she's found and what she's done to make them her own and, uh, and talk about uh, that sort of thing. So hopefully it'll be fun uh, for you to listen to. I know it'll be fun for us to do. We're excited about uh, maybe getting started on that here in the not too distant future right now we're still uh wrapping up a renovation on our place it's it's been it's taking it seems like it's taking forever but uh we are wrapping up a reno and uh now that things are kind of winding down we're kind of getting things where they need to be uh we can start taking a little less time of uh unpacking and and that sort of thing and getting things where they need to be in a little more time doing things we love like uh you know uh, the food apocalypse now stuff so really kind of excited about that and uh speaking of my wife that was kind of what i wanted to get into with this uh episode of the podcast is that uh, you know it's uh my wife and i we're you know like you know you say soulmates and that's that's really it you know we go out to dinner uh most times and her mom uh my mother-in-law marvels uh in the fact that a lot of times we will we will order the same thing because our tastes are so similar not all the times but a lot of times we'll order the same thing uh because we're really just so connected that we we like a lot of the same things but every once in a while our tastes differ and that's what made me think of uh this subject for this podcast is do you and your significant other ever differ on on food uh, and, and maybe not so much the types of food you eat, but how you eat it. Uh, and I, I say that to, with a with a grin on my face and a gleam in my eye because uh, the case in point I'm thinking of, my wife and I eat bagels for breakfast a lot of mornings, probably more than I should. I know bagels, uh, they're delicious, but maybe not the healthiest breakfast, but uh, eat bagels quite often. I love Asiago bagels. Uh, they're just tops in my book. 
And what I love to put on those is uh, uh, salmon cream cheese. Philadelphia makes a great salmon cream cheese that I, I quite enjoy. And my wife, I think I kind of introduced her to that and she enjoys it as well. But uh, when we go to make our breakfast, uh, we differ very much on the amount of cream cheese that is proper for a bagel. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you and your significant other uh, differ on on the application, I should say, of, of food in your life? Uh, it's, it's funny because I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, I remember the first time I ever made a bagel in front of her was at work because we also worked together. And uh, I brought in uh, a bagel and some cream cheese and was making that for breakfast uh, when I would make, uh, you know, wait till I got to work to, to eat breakfast. And uh, she later told me, she didn't tell me as I was doing it, but later she told me she was horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on my bagel. Now, to be fair, I have cut back a little bit. I did did realize that maybe, maybe I was using a touch too much cream cheese on my bagel. I'm I'm not 100% certain that's true, but but I I could see where someone might look at my bagel and say that's a that's a scoosh too much cream cheese. But I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and my argument is and was and will be that if you watch the commercials for any sort of cream cheese, they're slathering that stuff on that bagel, high and mighty, towering <laughs> gobs of cream cheese on top of that bagel and that's that's really the precedence that uh, was set for me in the bagels that I like to have. I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Now my wife on the other hand, Heather, uh, she goes in the very opposite direction. Uh, when she makes her bagel, uh, first she puts down a, a like it puts a little butter on the on the the bagel, uh, you know, gets it uh, uh, buttered up uh, and just like I said, just a thin slice or a thin spread of butter and then the, pretty much the same thing with the cream cheese. Uh, so thin that you can see through to the bagel in some parts. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough cream cheese. If you're if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. You gotta go big or go home. But no, that's what that's how she likes her bagels. Uh, just the the thinnest thinnest spread of cream cheese. And uh, and you know what. <laughs> We, we go back and forth uh, constantly. Uh, she is horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on mine. I am horrified at the lack of cream cheese on her bagel. And uh, it's funny to, to listen to us go back and forth because I don't think either one of us is going to relent. Uh, like I said, I maybe relented a little bit and cut back ever so slightly on my cream cheese consumption. Uh, because that stuff ain't cheap. And uh, like I said, I am trying to watch my girlish figure. And uh, those uh, those dollops of cream cheese that I'm putting on my bagel uh, are not calorie-free or fat-free for that matter. So I, I, I suppose if you're looking at it from a health standpoint, uh, my wife is in the right. Uh, I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. She's probably right in that regard. But if you're talking from a, a pure taste standpoint, I think I am leaning more in the right direction because, like I said, you know what? When I eat a bagel, 
uh, with cream cheese. I want lots of Asiago cheese on that bagel. And I want just as much, if not more, of that salmon cream cheese goodness. In this case, it's Asiago bagels and salmon cream cheese. But I, I want to taste it. I want to live life. I want to grab it by the haunches. And I want to taste every morsel at maximum flavor. But, uh, but like I said, uh, from a health standpoint, I am probably way, way off base on this one. And my wife is probably uh, a little more... Where, well, no, I, I, I tell you, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say she's a little more where it, it's at. Because, uh, like I said, she uh, she doesn't put nearly enough cream cheese on her bagel. But do you and your significant other have a, a differing opinion on how much uh, is the right amount for for anything? Uh, whether it's syrup on your pancakes or waffles. Whether it's uh, peanut butter on your bread. Uh, whether it's, you know, how much creamer you put in my coffee. She's also very uh, disturbed by the amount of creamer I put in my coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. She she likes tea. So she'll put like the, just the tiniest splash of a creamer in her tea. But uh, I like I like my coffee like I like my women. Strong, sweet, and creamy. Uh, that's how I've always said. Uh, now, 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 I don't say that too much these days because, uh, because you know, uh, there's only one woman for me. Uh, but she is strong. She is very sweet. And she does have uh, creamy skin. Silky smooth skin. So, still works. But at any rate, uh, I do use a lot of creamer in my coffee as well. And she is kind of horrified by that. But but do you have anything? Uh, I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples... Uh, and like I said, we, we snipe back and forth. We rib each other a little bit. Even... I, I would I wouldn't say argue. If it is any argument, it is all in fun and jest. So I don't think food is anything to argue about and get get angry, uh, mean and nasty. So hopefully you don't argue with your significant other uh, to that point. But is there any good natured ribbing on uh, on what? Uh, you eat or your your significant other eats and how you eat it in so in so much as uh, you know how much you put of this that or the other thing on what you're eating I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples actually uh, have that sort of dynamic in their relationship but uh, like I said uh, we we do it all in good fun and a lot of good natured ribbing and I don't think either one of us is going to back down I'm still going to put uh, probably more cream cheese on my bagel than I should admittedly so and my wife is still not going to put enough on hers uh, for me to want to have a bite of hers that that's probably that's probably uh, a strategy on her part if she wants me to leave her bagel alone and not try to sneak bites uh yeah that would probably be the best idea not to put very much cream cheese on it and that's a sure way for me to not try and sneak a bite of her bagel so there there miss maybe a little strategery going on there but uh but i don't think so <laughs> anyway uh we have some fun with that and i thought i would just kind of share that in this podcast and like i said i wonder how many other uh couples uh have that sort of a thing going on that sort of dynamic going on so until the next time have yourself a great one i'm gonna go uh, slather on mountains of salmon cream cheese on a bagel and uh, i know it's probably late and i probably shouldn't be eating a bagel let alone with the copious amounts of cream cheese that I use at this time. But you know what? 
If not now, when? So until then, we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. Until then, be sure to check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com, for our, our blog. Uh, you can also check this podcast out there or, or on Spotify. Uh, you can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, Foodpocalypse Now, on YouTube for the Snack Attack video series. You can also find this podcast there and lots of uh, more things coming to both the podcast and the uh uh, YouTube channel, but as I said, again, check out foodpocalypsenow.com. Welcome to the show. It is the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Foodpocalypse Now, back for another episode. And of course, uh, we're post-Easter, so hopefully everyone had a very happy Easter. Uh, I know I had a great Easter full of uh, lots of delicious Easter candy and lots of uh, delicious Easter food. You know, I was going to do a podcast before Easter and kind of run down uh, some of my favorite uh, some of my favorite Easter candy, but uh, but things got to, things got a little hectic around Easter, and honestly decided to take a little break from the uh, the Food Apocalypse Now podcast, uh, take a little break from the Snack Attack videos on our YouTube channel, and just enjoy some time with with family. So uh, got to do that, but uh, uh, Easter candy, I really made out this year. My mother-in-law and my wife uh, both got me my favorite Easter candy of all time. Has to be the Cadbury mini eggs. You got that delicious Cadbury chocolate with that crunchy shell. It's kind of textured. Not not quite. It almost feels powdery. It's it's a very uh, different texture. Uh, It looks like the little eggs. I love those things. Those are delicious. Of course, a Reese's uh, peanut butter eggs. Uh, probably have to be a very close second. And uh, like I've, I've talked about this before with other people, uh, it, the egg shape really does make the difference because I think it is the perfect chocolate to peanut butter ratio to make the perfect snacking uh, <laughs> snacking uh, treat. And of course, uh, third on my list of my favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury uh, caramel-filled eggs. And of course, they came out with the cream-filled eggs here back, uh, when was it, back in the 80s? Uh, but they they later on, I, I don't know if it was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s, they came out with the caramel-filled ones. And those are just delicious. Any Anything filled with caramel is okay in my book. So uh, some of my favorite Easter candies. Hopefully you uh, made out very well this Easter with, like I said, lots of candy and lots of delicious food uh, to enjoy the holiday. And of course, you know, it, uh, I'm not going to get all preachy, but, uh, you know, there is a reason for the season. So it was nice to be able to celebrate that with the, with family and friends and then just personally. But uh, speaking of snacks, you know, it, uh, not just Easter candy I've been enjoying lately. Uh, I've been talking about, we've done this on the uh, food apocalypse now snack attack videos on the uh, the YouTube channel, and I've been getting these uh, Universal Yums boxes every month. So once a month, we do uh, one of the snack attack videos with the Universal Yums box. And the really cool thing about Universal Yums, and you know, I sound like a, a paid advertisement. I, I swear, I swear to God, uh, nobody's paying me this. I just really like what they're doing, and like uh, a lot of the snacks I've gotten so far. I'm only a couple boxes in, but. One of the cool things about Universal Yums is you can go to their website and you can get some of the old, uh, not old, but I mean, you can get some of the things uh, that were in previous boxes. Or like if you're like me, uh, I get the the base box, uh, the cheapest box. I'm a cheap guy. 
<laughs> I work in radio. That's my day job, and we don't make a ton of money. So I just got the uh, the base box. No, actually, it's more. If I'm going to do videos, I don't want to have to try uh, 15 different things. I want to, you know, I wanted to keep it uh, as small as possible so I could make a a, a video that it was maybe not uh, less is more sort of thing. But but you know, some of the bigger boxes that have more things uh, on the Universal Yums uh, boxes, uh, just some of them look amazing. And you can go on their website, universalyums.com, to their shop, and you can purchase some of the things from previous boxes. You can purchase some of the things from uh, from the box, the, the current box that maybe you didn't get. Uh, in, you know, the one that I get usually has like five to seven items, but they have some with, with much, much more. And that's what I did. I went on their website and bought a few of the snacks and... Uh, one of the the German box was this past month's box, and a lot of delicious things. Uh, but one of the things I was really excited about were these uh, pulled pork chips that were not in the box that I got. Uh, they were in one of the uh, the bigger subscription boxes for Universal Yums. Uh, but I tried them. I'm not going to try to pronounce the German. Uh, just we'll just go with pulled pork. Uh, chips but uh, I, I tried these things and boy howdy are they good I mean they really do taste like pulled pork I mean you get the smokiness you get that pulled pork sauce flavor you you taste pork it, it's kind of got a, a bacony uh, flavor to it they're very crisp uh, very crunchy a great uh, salty snack if you get a craving for a salty snack this is really the way to go and I love pulled pork I'm a huge pulled pork fan and uh just a dynamite chip. So I encourage everyone, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, one of the other things I got, which was kind of, uh, I was really intrigued by these. It was part of the uh, box from the UK, uh, but which I didn't get. I, I was on board a little too late with the Universal Yums. But like I said, the cool thing is you can go to the website, go to the shop, and buy some of the things from previous boxes. And this one really caught my eye because I love rhubarb. And they had these bonbons. They're a Bristos of Devon. Uh, they're chewy bonbons, and they're a rhubarb and custard flavor. And I thought, that's really interesting. I, I like that. And and I have been enjoying these <laughs> probably probably more so, much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, you know, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure, and she's seeing me popping these uh, rhubarb and custard bonbons left and right. And she's like, oh, he's going to have to do some extra sit-ups tonight. But no, on all serious though, they're they're delicious. You it's you can look at them, and uh, half of them's kind of a pinkish, half of them's kind of a uh, a yellowy, creamy color, and and that's kind of it. Uh, the pink side is the rhubarb side. It's very tart, uh, that tart rhubarb feel to it, and uh, or taste to it. And then the other side is the creamy custard side, and and really both flavors are just wonderful in these things. The custard really tastes custardy. You're not just getting vanilla. It really tastes like uh, a chewy custard. And the uh, the rhubarb side, you get that tartness. You get that that rhubarb uh, taste, and it, they're just wonderful. My wife is not a big fan of them. She doesn't like sour things, and and these things. Are are kind of tart but you get a bit of that tartness from the one side and then the the creamy custard side kind of mellows it out after a while they're just fantastic so i encourage everyone if you get a chance uh check them out at universalyums.com like i said they're not paying me for this i just really dig what they're doing so uh really uh excited to try more stuff uh the next box is going to be from spain so I'll be looking for that on the uh youtube channel for food apocalypse now in our snack attack video series and uh, some more more videos to come. I'm trying to come up with some different ideas. Uh, 
uh, some different things to uh, to add content to to both the the podcast. Um, got some things in the work. Maybe getting my wife involved in this. Uh, Food Apocalypse now has been a labor of love for years. Truly, I've been doing the the blog, uh, the website. Uh, now this podcast, the the uh, snack attack video series. But behind the scenes, my wife, uh, even before she was my wife, she was there with me. She was you know uh, proofreading all my blogs. Uh, she's you know on the snack attack videos she's behind the camera kind of directing me and and filming me and kind of doing art direction making sure things are, are where they're supposed to be and with the with the podcast she's always helping me out with ideas for uh, for what i can do next so uh, she's she's been my rock and and behind the scenes a, a driving force of food apocalypse now she's the one that that you know really uh helped get me the confidence to to start the blog in the first place how this whole thing started so uh she's she's been behind the scenes and uh, i'm trying to get her uh i don't know if she'll get in front of the camera but at least i'm thinking we're going to do some sort of podcast uh i i would like to you know maybe her just do it by herself but but until uh i think she's uh, comfortable with that i think we're going to do one together and maybe you know she's all the time on pinterest uh and just you know, making delicious meals based on these Pinterest recipes. And, and she'll go in and, and take the recipe and kind of make it her own, you know, add this, uh, take out that. And and so we're, we're maybe going to do something along the lines of that to go over some of her, the Pinterest recipes that she's found and what she's done to make them her own and, uh, and talk about uh, that sort of thing. So hopefully it'll be fun uh, for you to listen to. I know it'll be fun for us to do. We're excited about uh, maybe getting started on that here in the not too distant future right now we're still uh wrapping up a renovation on our place it's it's been it's taking it seems like it's taking forever but uh we are wrapping up a reno and uh now that things are kind of winding down we're kind of getting things where they need to be uh we can start taking a little less time of uh unpacking and and that sort of thing and getting things where they need to be in a little more time doing things we love like uh you know uh, the food apocalypse now stuff so really kind of excited about that and uh, speaking of my wife that was kind of what i wanted to get into with this uh episode of the podcast is that uh, you know it's uh my wife and i we're you know like you know you say soulmates and that's that's really it you know we go out to dinner uh most times and her mom uh my mother-in-law marvels uh in the fact that a lot of times we will we will order the same thing because our tastes are so similar not all the times but a lot of times we'll order the same thing uh because we're really just so connected that we we like a lot of the same things but every once in a while our tastes differ and that's what made me think of uh this subject for this podcast is do you and your significant other ever differ on on food uh, and, and maybe not so much the types of food you eat, but how you eat it. Uh, and I, I say that with a with a grin in my face and a gleam in my eye because uh, the case in point I'm thinking of, my wife and I eat bagels for breakfast a lot of mornings, probably more than I should. I know bagels, uh, they're delicious, but maybe not the healthiest breakfast, but uh, eat bagels quite often. I love Asiago bagels. Uh, they're just tops in my book. 
And what I love to put on those is uh, uh, salmon cream cheese. Uh, Philadelphia makes a great salmon cream cheese that I I quite enjoy. And my wife, I think I kind of introduced her to that, and she enjoys it as well. But uh, when we go to make our breakfast, uh, we differ very much on the amount of cream cheese that is proper for a bagel. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you and your significant other uh, differ on on the application, I should say, of, of food in your life? Uh, it's, it's funny because I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, I remember the first time I ever made a bagel in front of her was at work because we also worked together and uh, I brought in uh, a bagel and some cream cheese and was making that for breakfast uh, when I would make, uh, you know, wait till I got to work to, to eat breakfast. And uh, she later told me, she didn't tell me as I was doing it, but later she told me she was horrified <laughs> at the amount of cream cheese I put on my bagel. Now, to be fair, I have cut back a little bit. I did did realize that maybe, maybe I was using a touch too much cream cheese on my bagel. I, I'm I'm not 100% certain that's true, but but I I could see where someone might look at my bagel and say that's a that's a skoosh too much cream cheese. But I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and my argument is and uh, was and will be that if you watch the commercials for any sort of cream cheese, they're slathering that stuff on that bagel, high and mighty, towering <laughs> gobs of cream cheese on top of that bagel and that's that's really the precedence that uh, was set for me in the bagels that i like to have i like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel now my wife on the other hand heather uh she goes in the very opposite direction uh when she makes her bagel uh first she puts down a, a like it puts a little butter on the on the the bagel uh you know gets it uh, uh buttered up uh and just like i said just a thin slice or a, a thin spread of butter and then the, pretty much the same thing with the cream cheese. Uh, so thin that you can see through to the bagel in some parts. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough cream cheese. If you're, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You got to go big or go home. But no, that's, what, that's how she likes her bagels. Uh, just the, the thinnest, thinnest spread of cream cheese. And, uh, and you know what? <laughs> we... We go back and forth uh, constantly. Uh, she is horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on mine. I am horrified at the lack of cream cheese on her bagel. And uh, it's funny to, to listen to us go back and forth because I don't think either one of us is going to relent. Uh, like I said, I maybe relented a little bit and cut back ever so slightly on my cream cheese consumption. Uh, because that stuff ain't cheap. And uh, like I said, I am trying to watch my girlish figure. And uh, those uh, those dollops of cream cheese that I'm putting in my bagel uh, are not calorie-free or fat-free for that matter. So I, I, I suppose if you're looking at it from a health standpoint, uh, my wife is in the right. Uh, I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. She's probably right in that regard. But if you're talking from a, a pure taste standpoint, I think I am leaning more in the right direction because, like I said, you know what? When I eat a bagel, 
uh, with cream cheese. I want lots of Asiago cheese on that bagel. And I want just as much, if not more, of that salmon cream cheese goodness. In this case, it's Asiago bagels and salmon cream cheese. But I want to taste it. I want to live life. I want to grab it by the haunches. And I want to taste every morsel at maximum flavor. But, uh, but like I said, uh, from a health standpoint, I am probably way, way off base on this one. And my wife is probably uh, a little more where, well, no, I, I, I tell you, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say she's a little more where it, it's at. Because, uh, like I said, she, uh, she doesn't put nearly enough cream cheese on her bagel. But do you and your significant other have a, a differing opinion on how much uh, is the right amount for for anything, uh, whether it's syrup on your pancakes or waffles, whether it's uh, peanut butter on your bread, uh, whether it's, you know, how much creamer you put in my coffee. She's also very uh, disturbed by the amount of creamer I put in my coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. She she likes tea, so she'll put like the, just the tiniest splash of a creamer in her tea. But uh, I like I like my coffee like I like my women, strong, sweet and creamy. Uh, that's how I've always said. Uh, now, 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 I don't say that too much these days because, uh, because you know, uh, there's only one woman for me. Uh, but she is strong, she is very sweet, and she does have uh, creamy skin, silky smooth skin. So, still works. But at any rate, uh, I do use a lot of creamer in my coffee as well, and she is kind of horrified by that. But, but do you have anything? Uh, I, I would be interested to see. Uh, how many couples, uh, and like I said, we, we snipe back and forth. We rib each other a little bit. Even I, I would, I wouldn't say argue if it is any argument, it is all in fun and jest. So I don't think food is anything to argue about and get, get angry, uh, mean and nasty. So hopefully you don't argue with your significant other, uh, to that point, but is there any good natured ribbing? On, uh, on what uh, you eat or your your significant other eats and how you eat it in so in so much as uh, you know how much you put of this that or the other thing on what you're eating I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples actually uh, have that sort of dynamic in their relationship but uh, like I said uh, we we do it all in good fun and a lot of good natured ribbing and I don't think either one of us is going to be back down I'm still going to put uh, probably more cream cheese on my bagel than I should admittedly so and my wife is still not going to put enough on hers uh, for me to want to have a bite of hers that that's probably that's probably uh, a strategy on her part if she wants me to leave her bagel alone and not try to sneak bites uh yeah that would probably be the best idea not to put very much cream cheese on it and that's a sure way for me to not try and sneak a bite of her bagel so there there miss maybe a little strategery going on there but uh but i don't think so (laughs) anyway uh we have some fun with that and i thought i would just kind of share that in this podcast and like i said i wonder how many other uh couples uh have that sort of thing going on that sort of dynamic going on so until the next time have yourself a great one i'm gonna go uh, slather on mountains of salmon cream cheese on a bagel and uh, i know it's probably late and i probably shouldn't be eating a bagel let alone with the copious amounts of cream cheese that i use at this time but you know what 
If not now, when? So until then, we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. Until then, be sure to check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com, for our, our blog. Uh, you can also check this podcast out there or, or on Spotify. Uh, you can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, Foodpocalypse Now, on YouTube for the Snack Attack video series. You can also find this podcast there and lots of uh, more things coming to both the podcast and the uh uh, YouTube channel, but as I said, again, check out foodpocalypsenow.com. Welcome to the show. It is the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Foodpocalypse Now, back for another episode. And of course, uh, we're post Easter, so hopefully everyone had a very happy Easter. Uh, I know I had a great Easter full of uh, lots of delicious Easter candy and lots of uh, delicious Easter food. You know, I was going to do a podcast before Easter and kind of run down uh, some of my favorite. Uh, some of my favorite Easter candy, but uh, but things got to, things got a little hectic around Easter, and honestly, decided to take a little break from the uh, the Food Apocalypse Now podcast, uh, take a little break from the Snack Attack videos on our YouTube channel, and just enjoy some time with with family. So uh, got to do that. But uh, uh, Easter candy, I really made out this year. My mother-in-law and my wife uh, both got me my favorite Easter candy of all time. Has to be the Cadbury mini eggs. You got that delicious Cadbury chocolate with that crunchy shell. It's kind of textured. Uh, not not quite. It almost feels powdery. It, it's, it's a very... Uh, different texture uh it looks like the little eggs i love those things those are delicious of course a reese's uh peanut butter eggs uh probably have to be a very close second and uh like i've, I've talked about this before with other people uh it, the egg shape really does make the difference because i think it is the perfect chocolate to peanut butter ratio to make the perfect snacking uh <laughs> snacking uh, treat and of course uh, third on my list of my favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury uh, caramel filled eggs and of course they came out with the cream filled eggs here back uh, when was it back in the 80s uh, but they they later on I, I don't know if it was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s they came out with the caramel filled ones and those are just delicious any anything filled with caramel is okay in my book so uh some of my favorite easter candies hopefully you uh, made out very well this easter with like i said lots of candy and lots of delicious food uh, to enjoy the holiday and of course you know it, uh, i'm not going to get all preachy but uh you know there is a reason for the season so it was nice to be able to celebrate that with the with family and friends and then just personally but uh Speaking of snacks, you know, it, uh, not just Easter candy I've been enjoying lately. Uh, I've been talking about, we've done this on the uh, Food Apocalypse Now Snack Attack videos on the uh, the YouTube channel. And I've been getting these uh, Universal Yums boxes every month. So once a month we do uh, one of the Snack Attack videos with the Universal Yums box. And the really cool thing about Universal Yums, and you know, I sound like a, a paid advertisement. I, I swear, I swear to God. Uh, nobody's paying me this. I just really like what they're doing. And like uh, a lot of the snacks I've gotten so far, I'm only a couple boxes in. But one of the cool things about Universal Yums is you can go to their website and you can get some of the old, uh, not old, but I mean, you can get some of the things uh, that were in previous boxes. Or like if you're like me, uh, I get the the base box, uh, the cheapest box. I'm a cheap guy. Uh, <laughs> 
I work in radio. That's my day job, and we don't make a ton of money. So I just got the uh, the base box. No, actually, it's more. If I'm going to do videos, I don't want to have to try uh, 15 different things. I want to, you know, I wanted to keep it uh, as small as possible so I could make a a, a video that it was maybe not uh, less is more sort of thing. But but. You know, some of the bigger boxes that have more things on uh, the Universal Yums uh, boxes, uh, just some of them look amazing. And you can go on their website, universalyums.com, to their shop, and you can purchase some of the things from previous boxes. You can purchase some of the things from uh, from the box, the, the current box that maybe you didn't get. Uh, in you know, the one that I get usually has like five to seven items, but they have some with, with much, much more. And that's what I did. I went on their website and bought a few of the snacks. And uh, one of the, the German box was this past month's box. And a lot of delicious things. Uh, but one of the things I was really excited about were these uh, pulled pork chips that were not in the box that I got. Uh, they were in one of the uh, the bigger subscription boxes for Universal Yums. Uh, but I tried them. I'm not going to try to pronounce the German. Uh, just We'll just go with pulled pork uh <laughs> chips but uh, i i tried these things and boy howdy are they good i mean they really do taste like pulled pork i mean you get the smokiness you get that pulled pork sauce flavor you you taste pork it, it's kind of got a, a bacony uh flavor to it they're very crisp uh very crunchy a great uh, salty snack if you get a craving for a salty snack this is really the way to go and i love pulled pork i'm a huge pulled pork fan and uh just a dynamite chip. So I encourage everyone, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, one of the other things I got, which was kind of, uh, I was really intrigued by these. It was part of the uh, box from the UK, uh, but uh, which I didn't get. I, I was on board a little too late with the Universal Yums. But like I said, the cool thing is you can go to the website, go to the shop, and buy some of the things from previous boxes. And this one really caught my eye because I love rhubarb. And they had these bonbons. They're a Bristos of Devon. Uh, they're chewy bonbons, and they're a rhubarb and custard flavor. And I thought, that's really interesting. I, I like that. And and I have been enjoying these probably probably more so, much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, you know, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure, and she's seeing me popping these uh, rhubarb and custard bonbons left and right. And she's like, oh, he's going to have to do some extra sit-ups tonight. But no, on all serious though, they're they're delicious. You it's you can look at them, and uh, half of them's kind of a pinkish, half of them's kind of a uh, a yellowy, creamy color, and and that's kind of it. Uh, the pink side is the rhubarb side. It's very tart, uh, that tart rhubarb feel to it, and uh, or taste to it. And then the other side is the creamy custard side, and and really both flavors are just wonderful in these things. The custard really tastes custardy. You're not just getting vanilla. It really tastes like uh, a chewy custard. And the uh, the rhubarb side, you get that tartness. You get that that rhubarb uh, taste, and it, they're just wonderful. My wife is not a big fan of them. She doesn't like sour things, and and these things are kind of tart but you get a bit of that tartness from the one side and then the the creamy custard side kind of mellows it out after a while they're just fantastic so i encourage everyone if you get a chance uh check them out at universalyums.com like i said they're not paying me for this i just really dig what they're doing so uh really uh, excited to try more stuff uh the next box is going to be from spain so I'll be looking for that on the uh youtube channel for food apocalypse now in our snack attack video series and uh, some more more videos to come. I'm trying to come up with some different ideas. Uh, 
some different things to uh, to add content to to both the the podcast. Um, got some things in the work. Maybe getting my wife involved in this. Uh, Food Apocalypse now has been a labor of love for years. Truly, I've been doing the the blog, uh, the website. Uh, now this podcast, the the uh, snack attack video series. But behind the scenes, my wife, uh, even before she was my wife, she was there with me. She was you know uh, proofreading all my blogs. Uh, she's you know on the snack attack videos she's behind the camera kind of directing me and and filming me and kind of doing art direction making sure things are, are where they're supposed to be and with the uh, with the podcast she's always helping me out with ideas for uh, for what i can do next so uh, she's she's been my rock and and behind the scenes a, a driving force of food apocalypse now she's the one that that you know really uh helped get me the confidence to to start the blog in the first place how this whole thing started so uh she's she's been behind the scenes and uh, i'm trying to get her uh i don't know if she'll get in front of the camera but at least i'm thinking we're going to do some sort of podcast uh i i would like to you know maybe her just do it by herself but but until uh i think she's comfortable with that i think we're going to do one together and maybe you know she's all the time on pinterest uh and just you know, making delicious meals based on these Pinterest recipes. And, and she'll go in and, and take the recipe and kind of make it her own, you know, add this, uh, take out that. And and so we're, we're maybe going to do something along the lines of that to go over some of the Pinterest recipes that she's found and what she's done to make them her own and, uh, and talk about uh, that sort of thing. So hopefully it'll be fun uh, for you to listen to. I know it'll be fun for us to do. We're excited about uh, maybe getting started on that here in the not too distant future right now we're still uh wrapping up a renovation on our place it's it's been it's taking it seems like it's taking forever but uh we are wrapping up a reno and uh now that things are kind of winding down we're kind of getting things where they need to be uh we can start taking a little less time of uh unpacking and and that sort of thing and getting things where they need to be in a little more time doing things we love like uh you know uh, the food apocalypse now stuff so really kind of excited about that and uh, speaking of my wife that was kind of what i wanted to get into with this uh episode of the podcast is that uh, you know it's uh my wife and i we're you know like you know you say soulmates and that's that's really it you know we go out to dinner uh most times and her mom uh my mother-in-law marvels uh in the fact that a lot of times we will we will order the same thing because our tastes are so similar not all the times but a lot of times we'll order the same thing uh because we're really just so connected that we we like a lot of the same things but every once in a while our tastes differ and that's what made me think of uh this subject for this podcast is do you and your significant other ever differ on on food uh, and, and maybe not so much the types of food you eat, but how you eat it. Uh, and I, I say that to, with a with a grin in my face and a gleam in my eye because uh, the case in point I'm thinking of, my wife and I eat bagels for breakfast a lot of mornings, probably more than I should. I know bagels, uh, they're delicious, but maybe not the healthiest breakfast, but uh, eat bagels quite often. I love Asiago bagels. Uh, they're just tops in my book. And what I love to put on those is uh, 
uh, salmon cream cheese. Uh, Philadelphia makes a great salmon cream cheese that I I quite enjoy. And my wife, I think I kind of introduced her to that, and she enjoys it as well. But uh, when we go to make our breakfast, uh, we differ very much on the amount of cream cheese that is proper for a bagel. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you and your significant other uh, differ on on the application, I should say, of, of food in your life? Uh, it's, it's funny because I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, I remember the first time I ever made a bagel in front of her was at work because we also worked together. And uh, I brought in uh, a bagel and some cream cheese and was making that for breakfast uh, when I would make, uh, you know, wait till I got to work to, to eat breakfast. And uh, she later told me, she didn't tell me as I was doing it, but later she told me she was horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on my bagel. Now, to be fair, I have cut back a little bit. I did I did realize that maybe, maybe I was using a touch too much cream cheese on my bagel. I, I'm I'm not 100% certain that's true, but but I I could see where someone might look at my bagel and say that's a that's a scoosh too much cream cheese. But I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and my argument is and uh, was and will be that if you watch the commercials for any sort of cream cheese, they're slathering that stuff on that bagel, high and mighty, towering <laughs> gobs of cream cheese on top of that bagel and that's that's really the precedence that uh, was set for me in the bagels that i like to have i like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel now my wife on the other hand heather uh she goes in the very opposite direction uh when she makes her bagel uh first she puts down a, a like it puts a little butter on the on the the bagel uh you know gets it uh, uh buttered up uh and just like i said just a thin slice or a thin spread of butter and then the, pretty much the same thing with the cream cheese. Uh, so thin that you can see through to the bagel in some parts. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough cream cheese. If you're, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You got to go big or go home. But no, that's, what, that's how she likes her bagels. Uh, just the, the thinnest, thinnest spread of cream cheese. And, uh, and you know what? <laughs> we... We go back and forth uh, constantly. Uh, she is horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on mine. I am horrified at the lack of cream cheese on her bagel. And uh, it's funny to, to listen to us go back and forth because I don't think either one of us is going to relent. Uh, like I said, I maybe relented a little bit and cut back ever so slightly on my cream cheese consumption. Uh, because that stuff ain't cheap. And uh, like I said, I am trying to watch my girlish figure. And uh, those uh, those dollops of cream cheese that I'm putting on my bagel uh, are not calorie-free or fat-free for that matter. So I, I, I suppose if you're looking at it from a health standpoint, uh, my wife is in the right. Uh, I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. She's probably right in that regard. But if you're talking from a, a pure taste standpoint, I think I am leaning more in the right direction because, like I said, you know what? When I eat a bagel, 
uh, with cream cheese. I want lots of Asiago cheese on that bagel. And I want just as much, if not more, of that salmon cream cheese goodness. In this case, it's Sassiago bagels and salmon cream cheese. But I, I want to taste it. I want to live life. I want to grab it by the haunches. And I want to taste every morsel at maximum flavor. But, uh, but like I said, uh, from a health standpoint, I am probably way, way off base on this one. And my wife is probably uh, a little more... Where, well, no, I, I, I tell you, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say she's a little more where it, it's at. Because, uh, like I said, she uh, she doesn't put nearly enough cream cheese on her bagel. But do you and your significant other have a, a differing opinion on how much uh, is the right amount for, for anything? Uh, whether it's syrup on your pancakes or waffles. Whether it's uh, peanut butter on your bread. Uh, whether it's, you know, how much creamer you put in my coffee. She's also very uh, disturbed by the amount of creamer I put in my coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. She she likes tea. So she'll put like the, just the tiniest splash of a creamer in her tea. But uh, I like I like my coffee like I like my women. Strong, sweet, and creamy. Uh, that's how I've always said. Uh, now, 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 I don't say that too much these days because, uh, because you know, uh, there's only one woman for me. Uh, but she is strong. She is very sweet. And she does have uh, creamy skin. Silky smooth skin. So, still works. But at any rate, uh, I do use a lot of creamer in my coffee as well. And she is kind of horrified by that. But but do you have anything? Uh, I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples... Uh, and like I said, we, we snipe back and forth. We rib each other a little bit. Even... I, I would I wouldn't say argue if it is any argument it is all in fun and jest so I don't think food is anything to argue about and get get angry uh, mean and nasty so hopefully you don't argue with your significant other uh, to that point but is there any good-natured ribbing on uh, on what uh, you eat or your your significant other eats and how you eat it in so in so much as uh, you know how much you put of this that or the other thing on what you're eating I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples actually uh, have that sort of dynamic in their relationship but uh, like I said uh, we we do it all in good fun and a lot of good natured ribbing and I don't think either one of us is going to back down I'm still going to put uh, probably more cream cheese on my bagel than I should admittedly so and my wife is still not going to put enough on hers uh, for me to want to have a bite of hers that that's probably that's probably uh, a strategy on her part if she wants me to leave her bagel alone and not try to sneak bites uh yeah that would probably be the best idea not to put very much cream cheese on it and that's a sure way for me to not try and sneak a bite of her bagel so there there miss maybe a little strategery going on there but uh but i don't think so <laughs> anyway uh we have some fun with that and i thought i would just kind of share that in this podcast and like i said i wonder how many other uh couples uh have that sort of thing going on that sort of dynamic going on so until the next time have yourself a great one i'm gonna go uh, slather on mountains of salmon cream cheese on a bagel and uh, i know it's probably late and i probably shouldn't be eating a bagel let alone with the copious amounts of cream cheese that i use at this time but you know what 
If not now, when? So until then, we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. Until then, be sure to check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com, for our, our blog. Uh, you can also check this podcast out there or, or on Spotify. Uh, you can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, Foodpocalypse Now, on YouTube for the Snack Attack video series. You can also find this podcast there and lots of uh, more things coming to both the podcast and the uh uh, YouTube channel, but as I said, again, check out foodpocalypsenow.com. Welcome to the show. It is the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Foodpocalypse Now, back for another episode. And of course, uh, we're post-Easter, so hopefully everyone had a very happy Easter. Uh, I know I had a great Easter full of uh, lots of delicious Easter candy and lots of uh, delicious Easter food. You know, I was going to do a podcast before Easter and kind of run down uh, some of my favorite uh, some of my favorite Easter candy, but uh, but things got to, things got a little hectic around Easter, and honestly decided to take a little break from the uh, the Food Apocalypse Now podcast, uh, take a little break from the Snack Attack videos on our YouTube channel, and just enjoy some time with with family. So I uh, got to do that, but uh, uh, Easter candy, I really made out this year. My mother-in-law and my wife uh, both got me my favorite Easter candy of all time. Has to be the Cadbury mini eggs. You got that delicious Cadbury chocolate with that crunchy shell. It's kind of textured. Uh, not not quite. It almost feels powdery. It, it's, it's a very... Uh, different texture uh it looks like the little eggs i love those things those are delicious of course a reese's uh peanut butter eggs uh probably have to be a very close second and uh like i've I've talked about this before with other people uh the egg shape really does make the difference because i think it is the perfect chocolate to peanut butter ratio to make the perfect snacking uh (laughs) snacking uh, treat and of course uh, third on my list of my favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury uh, caramel filled eggs and of course they came out with the cream filled eggs here back uh, when was it back in the 80s but they they later on I, th- I don't know if it was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s they came out with the caramel filled ones and those are just delicious any anything filled with caramel is okay in my book so uh some of my favorite easter candies hopefully you uh, made out very well this easter with like i said lots of candy and lots of delicious food uh, to enjoy the holiday and of course you know it, uh, i'm not going to get all preachy but uh you know there is a reason for the season so it was nice to be able to celebrate that with the with family and friends and then just personally but uh Speaking of snacks, you know, to, uh, not just Easter candy I've been enjoying lately. Uh, I've been talking about, we've done this on the uh, Food Apocalypse Now Snack Attack videos on the uh, the YouTube channel. And I've been getting these uh, Universal Yums boxes every month. So once a month we do uh, one of the Snack Attack videos with the Universal Yums box. And the really cool thing about Universal Yums, and you know, I sound like a, a paid advertisement. I, I swear, I swear to God. Uh, nobody's paying me this. I just really like what they're doing and like uh, a lot of the snacks I've gotten so far. I'm only a couple boxes in, but one of the cool things about Universal Yums is you can go to their website and you can get some of the old, uh, not old, but I mean, you can get some of the things uh, that were in previous boxes or like if you're like me, uh, I get the the base box, uh, the cheapest box. I'm a cheap guy. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I work in radio. That's my day job, and we don't make a ton of money. So I just got the uh, the base box. No, actually, it's more. If I'm going to do videos, I don't want to have to try uh, 15 different things. I want to, you know, wanted to keep it uh, as small as possible so I could make a a, a video that it was maybe not uh, less is more sort of thing. But but. You know, some of the bigger boxes that have more things on uh, the Universal Yums uh, boxes, uh, just some of them look amazing. And you can go on their website, universalyums.com, to their shop, and you can purchase some of the things from previous boxes. You can purchase some of the things from uh, from the box, the, the current box that maybe you didn't get. Uh, in you know, the one that I get usually has like five to seven items, but they have some with, with much, much more. And that's what I did. I went on their website and bought a few of the snacks. And uh, one of the, the German box was this past month's box. And a lot of delicious things. Uh, but one of the things I was really excited about were these uh, pulled pork chips that were not in the box that I got. Uh, they were in one of the uh, the bigger subscription boxes for Universal Yums. Uh, but I tried them. I'm not going to try to pronounce the German. Uh, just We'll just go with pulled pork uh chips but uh, i i tried these things and boy howdy are they good i mean they really do taste like pulled pork i mean you get the smokiness you get that pulled pork sauce flavor you you taste pork it, it's kind of got a, a bacony uh flavor to it they're very crisp uh very crunchy a great uh, salty snack if you got a craving for a salty snack this is really the way to go and i love pulled pork i'm a huge pulled pork fan and uh just a dynamite chip. So I encourage everyone, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, one of the other things I got, which was kind of, uh, I was really intrigued by these. It was part of the uh, box from the UK, uh, but which I didn't get. I, I was on board a little too late with the Universal Yums. But like I said, the cool thing is you can go to the website, go to the shop, and buy some of the things from previous boxes. And this one really caught my eye because I love rhubarb. And they had these bonbons. They're a Bristos of Devon. Uh, they're chewy bonbons, and they're a rhubarb and custard flavor. And I thought, that's really interesting. I, I like that. And and I have been enjoying these probably probably more so, much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, you know, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure, and she's seeing me popping these uh, rhubarb and custard bonbons left and right. And she's like, oh, he's going to have to do some extra sit-ups tonight. But no, on all serious though, they're they're delicious. You it's you can look at them, and uh, half of them's kind of a pinkish, half of them's kind of a uh, a yellowy, creamy color, and and that's kind of it. Uh, the pink side is the rhubarb side. It's very tart, uh, that tart rhubarb feel to it, and uh, air taste to it. And then the other side is the creamy custard side, and and really both flavors are just wonderful in these things. The custard really tastes custardy. You're not just getting vanilla. It really tastes like uh, a chewy custard. And the uh, the rhubarb side, you get that tartness, you get that that rhubarb uh, taste, and it, they're just wonderful. My wife is not a big fan of them. She doesn't like sour things, and and these things are, are kind of tart but you get a bit of that tartness from the one side and then the the creamy custard side kind of mellows it out after a while they're just fantastic so i encourage everyone if you get a chance uh check them out at universalyums.com like i said they're not paying me for this i just really dig what they're doing so uh really uh, excited to try more stuff uh the next box is going to be from spain so be looking for that on the uh youtube channel for food apocalypse now in our snack attack video series and uh, some more more videos to come. I'm trying to come up with some different ideas. Uh, 
uh, some different things to uh, to add content to, to both the, the podcast. Um, got some things in the work, maybe getting my wife involved in this. Uh, Foodpocalypse now has been a labor of love for years, truly. I've been doing the, the blog, uh, the website, uh, now this podcast, the the uh, snack attack video series, but behind the scenes, my wife, uh, even before she was my wife, she was there with me. She was, you know, uh, proofreading all my blogs. Uh, she's, you know, on the snack attack videos, she's behind the camera kind of directing me and, and filming me and kind of doing art direction, making sure things are, are where they're supposed to be. And with the, uh, the podcast, she's always helping me out with ideas for, uh, for what I can do next. So, uh, she's she's been my rock and and behind the scenes a, a driving force of food apocalypse. Now she's the one that that you know really uh, helped get me the confidence to to start the blog in the first place. How this whole thing started. So uh, she's she's been behind the scenes, and uh, I'm trying to get her. Uh, I don't know if she'll get in front of the camera, but at least I, I'm thinking we're going to do some sort of podcast. Uh, I, I would like to. You know, maybe her just do it by herself, but but until uh, I think she's uh, comfortable with that, I think we're going to do one together. And maybe, you know, she's all the time on Pinterest uh, and just, you know, making delicious meals based on these Pinterest recipes. And, and she'll go in and, and take the recipe and kind of make it her own, you know, add this, uh, take out that. And and so we're, we're maybe going to do something along the lines of that to go over some of her the Pinterest recipes that she's found and what she's done to make them her own and uh, and talk about uh, that sort of thing. So hopefully it'll be fun uh, for you to listen to. I know it'll be fun for us to do. We're excited about uh, maybe getting started on that here in the not-too-distant future. Right now we're still uh, wrapping up a renovation on our place. It's It's been, it's taken, it seems like it's taken forever. But uh, we are wrapping up a reno, and uh, now that things are kind of winding down, we're kind of getting things where they need to be, uh, we can start taking a little less time of uh, unpacking and, and that sort of thing and getting things where they need to be in a little more time doing things we love, like, uh, you know, uh, the Foodpocalypse Now stuff. So really kind of excited about that. And uh, speaking of my wife, that was kind of what I wanted to get into with this uh, episode of the podcast is that, uh, you know, it's, uh, my wife and I, we're, you know, like, you know, you say soulmates and that's, that's really it. You know, we go out to dinner, uh, most times and her mom, uh, my mother-in-law marvels, uh, in the fact that a lot of times we will, we will order the same thing because our tastes are so similar. Not all the times, but a lot of times we'll order the same thing uh, because we're really just so connected that we, we like a lot of the same things. But every once in a while, our tastes differ. And that's what made me think of uh, this subject for this podcast is, do you and your significant other ever differ on, on food? Uh, and, and maybe not so much the types of food you eat, but how you eat it. Uh, and I, I say that with a with a grin in my face and a gleam in my eye because uh, the case in point I'm thinking of, my wife and I eat bagels for breakfast a lot of mornings, probably more than I should. I know bagels, uh, they're delicious, but maybe not the healthiest breakfast, but uh, eat bagels quite often. I love Asiago bagels. Uh, they're just tops in my book. 
And what I love to put on those is uh, uh, salmon cream cheese. Uh, Philadelphia makes a great salmon cream cheese that I I quite enjoy. And my wife, I think I kind of introduced her to that, and she enjoys it as well. But uh, when we go to make our breakfast, uh, we differ very much on the amount of cream cheese that is proper for a bagel. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you and your significant other uh, differ on on the application, I should say, of, of food in your life? Uh, it's, it's funny because I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, I remember the first time I ever made a bagel in front of her was at work because we also worked together. And uh, I brought in uh, a bagel and some cream cheese and was making that for breakfast uh, when I would make, uh, you know, wait till I got to work to, to eat breakfast. And uh, she later told me, she didn't tell me as I was doing it, but later she told me she was horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on my bagel. Now, to be fair, I have cut back a little bit. I did did realize that maybe, maybe I was using a touch too much cream cheese on my bagel. I, I'm I'm not 100% certain that's true, but but I I could see where someone might look at my bagel and say that's a that's a skoosh too much cream cheese. But I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and my argument is and uh, was and will be that if you watch the commercials for any sort of cream cheese, they're slathering that stuff on that bagel, high and mighty, towering <laughs> gobs of cream cheese on top of that bagel and that's that's really the precedence that uh, was set for me in the bagels that I like to have I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel now my wife on the other hand Heather uh, she goes in the very opposite direction uh, when she makes her bagel uh, first she puts down a, a like it puts a little butter on the on the the bagel uh, you know gets it uh, uh, buttered up uh, and just like I said just a thin slice or a, a thin spread of butter and then the, pretty much the same thing with the cream cheese. Uh, so thin that you can see through to the bagel in some parts. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough cream cheese. If you're, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You got to go big or go home. But no, that's, what, that's how she likes her bagels. Uh, just the, the thinnest, thinnest spread of cream cheese. And, uh, and you know what? <laughs> we... We go back and forth uh, constantly. Uh, she is horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on mine. I am horrified at the lack of cream cheese on her bagel. And uh, it's funny to, to listen to us go back and forth because I don't think either one of us is going to relent. Uh, like I said, I maybe relented a little bit and cut back ever so slightly on my cream cheese consumption. Uh, because that stuff ain't cheap, and uh, like I said, I am trying to watch my girlish figure, and uh, those uh, those dollops of cream cheese that I'm putting my bagel uh, are not calorie-free, or fat-free, for that matter. So, I, I, I suppose if you're looking at it from a health standpoint, uh, my wife is in the right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit it. She's probably right in that regard. But if you're talking from a, a pure taste standpoint, I think I am leaning more in the right direction because, like I said, you know what? When I eat a bagel uh, with cream cheese, I want lots of Asiago cheese on that bagel. 
And I want just as much, if not more, of that salmon cream cheese goodness. In this case, it's Santiago bagels and salmon cream cheese. But I, I want to taste it. I want to live life. I want to grab it by the haunches. And I want to taste every morsel at maximum flavor. But uh, but like I said, uh, from a health standpoint, I am probably way, way off base on this one. And my wife is probably uh, a little more... Where, well, no, I, I, I tell you, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say she's a little more where it, it's at because, uh, like I said, she, uh, she doesn't put nearly enough cream cheese on her bagel. But do you and your significant other have a, a differing opinion on how much, uh, is the right amount for, for anything, uh, whether it's syrup on your pancakes or waffles, whether it's uh, peanut butter on your bread, uh, whether it's, you know, how much creamer you put in my coffee. She's also very, uh, disturbed by the amount of creamer I put in my coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. She she likes tea. So she'll put like the, just the tiniest splash of a creamer in her tea, but uh, I like I like my coffee like I like my women. Strong, sweet and creamy. Uh, that's how I've always said. Uh, now, now now I don't say that too much these days because uh, because you know, uh, there's only one woman for me. Uh, but she is strong, she is very sweet and she does have uh, creamy skin silky smooth skin so still works but at any rate uh, i do use a lot of creamer in my coffee as well and she is kind of horrified by that but but do you have anything uh i i would be interested to see uh how many couples uh and like i said we we snipe back and forth we rib each other a little bit even i i would i wouldn't say argue if it is any argument it is all in fun and jest so I don't think food is anything to argue about and get get angry, uh, mean and nasty. So hopefully you don't argue with your significant other uh, to that point. But is there any good-natured ribbing on uh, on what uh, you eat or your your significant other eats and how you eat it in so in so much as uh, you know how much you put of this that or the other thing on what you're eating. I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples actually uh, have that sort of dynamic in their relationship. But uh, like I said, uh, we, we do it all in good fun and a lot of good natured ribbing. And I don't think either one of us is going to back down. I'm still going to put uh, probably more cream cheese on my bagel than I should. Admittedly so. And my wife is still not going to put enough on hers uh, for me to want to have a bite of hers. That that's probably that's probably uh, a strategy on her part. If she wants me to leave her bagel alone and not try to sneak bites, uh, yeah, that would probably be the best idea. Not to put very much cream cheese on it, and that's a sure way for me to not try and sneak a bite of her bagel. So there, there miss maybe a little strategery going on there. But, uh, but I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have some fun with that. And I thought I would just kind of share that in this podcast. And like I said, I wonder how many other uh, couples uh, have that sort of a thing going on, that sort of dynamic going on. So until the next time, uh, have yourself a great one. I'm going to go uh, slather on mountains of salmon cream cheese on a bagel. And uh, I know it's probably late and I probably shouldn't be eating a bagel, let alone with the copious amounts of cream cheese that I use at this time. But you know what? If not now, when? So until then, 
We'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. Until then, be sure to check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com, for our, our blog. Uh, you can also check this podcast out there or, or on Spotify. Uh, you can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, Foodpocalypse Now, on YouTube for the Snack Attack video series. You can also find this podcast there and lots of uh, more things coming to both the podcast and the uh uh, YouTube channel, but as I said, again, check out foodpocalypsenow.com. Welcome to the show. It is the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Foodpocalypse Now, back for another episode. And of course, uh, we're post Easter, so hopefully everyone had a very happy Easter. Uh, I know I had a great Easter full of uh, lots of delicious Easter candy and lots of uh, delicious Easter food. You know, I was going to do a podcast before Easter and kind of run down uh, some of my favorite. Uh, some of my favorite Easter candy, but uh, but things got to, things got a little hectic around Easter, and honestly decided to take a little break from the uh, the Food Apocalypse Now podcast, uh, take a little break from the Snack Attack videos on our YouTube channel, and just enjoy some time with with family. So uh, got to do that, but uh, uh, Easter candy, I really made out this year. My mother-in-law and my wife uh, both got me my favorite Easter candy of all time. Has to be the Cadbury mini eggs. You got that delicious Cadbury chocolate with that crunchy shell. It's kind of textured. Uh, not not quite. It almost feels powdery. It, it's, it's a very... Uh, different texture uh it looks like the little eggs i love those things those are delicious of course a reese's uh peanut butter eggs uh probably have to be a very close second and uh like i've, I've talked about this before with other people uh it, the egg shape really does make the difference because i think it is the perfect chocolate to peanut butter ratio to make the perfect snacking uh snacking uh, treat and of course uh, third on my list of my favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury uh, caramel filled eggs and of course they came out with the cream filled eggs here back uh, when was it back in the 80s but they they later on I, I don't know if it was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s they came out with the caramel filled ones and those are just delicious any anything filled with caramel is okay in my book. So uh, some of my favorite Easter candies. Hopefully you uh, made out very well this Easter with, like I said, lots of candy and lots of delicious food uh, to enjoy the holiday. And of course, you know, it, uh, I'm not going to get all preachy, but uh, you know, there is a reason for the season. So it was nice to be able to celebrate that with the with family and friends and then just personally. But uh, speaking of snacks, you know, it, uh, not just Easter candy I've been enjoying lately. Uh, I've been talking about, we've done this on the uh, food apocalypse now snack attack videos on the uh, the YouTube channel, and I've been getting these uh, Universal Yums boxes every month. So once a month, we do uh, one of the snack attack videos with the Universal Yums box. And the really cool thing about Universal Yums, and you know, I sound like a, a paid advertisement. I, I swear, I swear to God, uh, nobody's paying me this. I just really like what they're doing, and like uh, a lot of the snacks I've gotten so far. I'm only a couple boxes in, but. One of the cool things about Universal Yums is you can go to their website and you can get some of the old, uh, not old, but I mean, you can get some of the things uh, that were in previous boxes. Or like if you're like me, uh, I get the the base box, uh, the cheapest box. I'm a cheap guy. 
<laughs> I work in radio. That's my day job, and we don't make a ton of money. So I just got the uh, the base box. No, actually, it's more. If I'm going to do videos, I don't want to have to try uh, 15 different things. I want to, you know, wanted to keep it uh, as small as possible so I could make a a, a video that it was maybe not uh, less is more sort of thing. But but. You know, some of the bigger boxes that have more things on uh, the Universal Yums uh, boxes, uh, just some of them look amazing. And you can go on their website, universalyums.com, to their shop, and you can purchase some of the things from previous boxes. You can purchase some of the things from uh, from the box, the, the current box that maybe you didn't get. Uh, in You know, the one that I get usually has like five to seven items, but they have some with, with much, much more. And that's what I did. I went on their website and bought a few of the snacks and... Uh, one of the the German box was this past month's box, and a lot of delicious things. Uh, but one of the things I was really excited about were these uh, pulled pork chips that were not in the box that I got. Uh, they were in one of the uh, the bigger subscription boxes for Universal Yums. Uh, but I tried them. I'm not going to try and pronounce the German. Uh, just we'll just go with pulled pork uh, <laughs> chips. But uh, I, I tried these things and. Boy, howdy, are they good. I mean, they really do taste like pulled pork. I mean, you get the smokiness. You get that pulled pork sauce flavor. You, you taste pork. It, it's kind of got a, a bacony uh, flavor to it. They're very crisp, uh, very crunchy, a great uh, salty snack. If you get a craving for a salty snack, this is really the way to go. And I love pulled pork. I'm a huge pulled pork fan. And uh, just a dynamite chip. So I encourage everyone, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, one of the other things I got, which was kind of, uh, I was really intrigued by these. It was part of the uh, box from the UK, uh, but which I didn't get. I, I was on board a little too late with the Universal Elms. But like I said, the cool thing is you can go to the website, go to the shop, and buy some of the things from previous boxes. And this one really caught my eye because I love rhubarb. And they had these bonbons. They're a Bristos of Devon. Uh, they're chewy bonbons, and they're a rhubarb and custard flavor. And I thought, that's really interesting. I, I like that. And and I have been enjoying these probably probably more so, much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, you know, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure, and she's seeing me popping these uh, rhubarb and custard bonbons left and right. And she's like, oh, he's going to have to do some extra sit-ups tonight. But no, on all serious though, they're they're delicious. You it's you can look at them, and uh, half of them's kind of a pinkish, half of them's kind of a uh, a yellowy, creamy color, and and that's kind of it. Uh, the pink side is the rhubarb side. It's very tart, uh, that tart rhubarb feel to it, and uh, air taste to it. And then the other side is the creamy custard side, and and really both flavors are just wonderful in these things. The custard really tastes custardy. You're not just getting vanilla. It really tastes like uh, a chewy custard. And the uh, the rhubarb side, you get that tartness. You get that that rhubarb uh, taste, and it, they're just wonderful. My wife is not a big fan of them. She doesn't like sour things, and and these things are, are kind of tart but you get a bit of that tartness from the one side and then the the creamy custard side kind of mellows it out after a while they're just fantastic so i encourage everyone if you get a chance uh check them out at universalyums.com like i said they're not paying me for this i just really dig what they're doing so uh really uh excited to try more stuff uh the next box is going to be from spain so be looking for that on the uh youtube channel for food apocalypse now in our snack attack video series and uh, some more more videos to come. I'm trying to come up with some different ideas. Uh, 
uh, some different things to uh, to add content to to both the the podcast. Um, got some things in the work. Maybe getting my wife involved in this. Uh, Food Apocalypse now has been a labor of love for years. Truly, I've been doing the the blog, uh, the website. Uh, now this podcast, the the uh, snack attack video series. But behind the scenes, my wife, uh, even before she was my wife, she was there with me. She was you know uh, proofreading all my blogs. Uh, she's you know on the snack attack videos she's behind the camera kind of directing me and and filming me and kind of doing art direction making sure things are, are where they're supposed to be and with the uh, the podcast she's always helping me out with ideas for uh, for what i can do next so uh, she's she's been my rock and and behind the scenes a, a driving force of food apocalypse now she's the one that that you know really uh helped get me the confidence to to start the blog in the first place how this whole thing started so uh she's she's been behind the scenes and uh, i'm trying to get her uh i don't know if she'll get in front of the camera but at least i'm thinking we're going to do some sort of podcast uh i i would like to you know maybe her just do it by herself but but until uh i think she's comfortable with that i think we're going to do one together and maybe you know she's all the time on pinterest uh and just you know, making delicious meals based on these Pinterest recipes. And, and she'll go in and, and take the recipe and kind of make it her own, you know, add this, uh, take out that. And and so we're, we're maybe going to do something along the lines of that to go over some of the Pinterest recipes that she's found and what she's done to make them her own and, uh, and talk about uh, that sort of thing. So hopefully it'll be fun uh, for you to listen to. I know it'll be fun for us to do. We're excited about uh, maybe getting started on that here in the not too distant future right now we're still uh wrapping up a renovation on our place it's it's been it's taking it seems like it's taking forever but uh we are wrapping up a reno and uh now that things are kind of winding down we're kind of getting things where they need to be uh we can start taking a little less time of uh unpacking and and that sort of thing and getting things where they need to be in a little more time doing things we love like uh you know uh, the food apocalypse now stuff so really kind of excited about that and uh speaking of my wife that was kind of what i wanted to get into with this uh episode of the podcast is that uh, you know it's uh my wife and i we're you know like you know you say soulmates and that's that's really it you know we go out to dinner uh most times and her mom uh my mother-in-law marvels uh in the fact that a lot of times we will we will order the same thing because our tastes are so similar not all the times but a lot of times we'll order the same thing uh because we're really just so connected that we we like a lot of the same things but every once in a while our tastes differ and that's what made me think of uh this subject for this podcast is do you and your significant other ever differ on on food uh, and, and maybe not so much the types of food you eat, but how you eat it. Uh, and I, I say that to, with a with a grin on my face and a gleam in my eye because uh, the case in point I'm thinking of, my wife and I eat bagels for breakfast a lot of mornings, probably more than I should. I know bagels, uh, they're delicious, but maybe not the healthiest breakfast, but uh, eat bagels quite often. I love Asiago bagels. Uh, they're just tops in my book. 
And what I love to put on those is a uh, uh, salmon cream cheese. Philadelphia makes a great salmon cream cheese that I I quite enjoy. And my wife, I think I kind of introduced her to that, and she enjoys it as well. But uh, when we go to make our breakfast, uh, we differ very much on the amount of cream cheese that is proper for a bagel. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you and your significant other uh, differ on on the application, I should say, of, of food in your life? Uh, it's, it's funny because I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, I remember the first time I ever made a bagel in front of her was at work because we also worked together. And uh, I brought in uh, a bagel and some cream cheese and was making that for breakfast uh, when I would make, uh, you know, wait till I got to work to, to eat breakfast. And uh, she later told me, she didn't tell me as I was doing it, but later she told me she was horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on my bagel. Now, to be fair, I have cut back a little bit. I did did realize that maybe, maybe I was using a touch too much cream cheese on my bagel. I, I'm I'm not 100% certain that's true, but but I I could see where someone might look at my bagel and say that's a that's a scoosh too much cream cheese. But I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and my argument is and uh, was and will be that if you watch the commercials for any sort of cream cheese, they're slathering that stuff on that bagel, high and mighty, towering <laughs> gobs of cream cheese on top of that bagel and that's that's really the precedence that uh, was set for me in the bagels that I like to have I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel now my wife on the other hand Heather uh, she goes in the very opposite direction uh, when she makes her bagel uh, first she puts down a, a like it puts a little butter on the on the the bagel uh, you know gets it uh, uh, buttered up uh, and just like I said just a thin slice or a thin spread of butter and then the, pretty much the same thing with the cream cheese. Uh, so thin that you can see through to the bagel in some parts. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough cream cheese. If you're if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. You gotta go big or go home. But no, that's what that's how she likes her bagels. Uh, just the the thinnest thinnest spread of cream cheese and. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> we we go back and forth uh, constantly. Uh, she is horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on mine. I am horrified at the lack of cream cheese on her bagel. And uh, <laughs> it's funny to, to listen to us go back and forth because I don't think either one of us is going to relent. Uh, like I said, I maybe relented a little bit and cut back ever so slightly on my cream cheese consumption uh, because that stuff ain't cheap. And uh, like I said, I am trying to watch my girlish figure and uh, those uh, those dollops of cream cheese that I'm putting in my bagel uh, are not calorie free or fat free for that matter. So I, I, I suppose if you're looking at it from a health standpoint, uh, my wife is in the right. Uh, I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. She's probably right in that regard. But if you're talking from a, a pure taste standpoint 
I think I am leaning more in the right direction because, like I said, you know, when I eat a bagel uh, with cream cheese, I want lots of Asiago cheese on that bagel, and I want just as much, if not more, of that salmon cream cheese goodness. In this case, it's Asiago bagels and salmon cream cheese, but I, I want to taste it. I want to live life. I want to grab it by the haunches, and I want to taste every morsel at maximum flavor. But uh, but like I said, uh, from a health standpoint, I am probably way, way off base on this one. And my wife is probably uh, a little more where... Well, no, I, I, I tell you, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say she's a little more where it, it's at. Because uh, like I said, she, uh, she doesn't put nearly enough cream cheese on her bagel. But do you and your significant other have a, a differing opinion on how much uh, is the right amount for for anything, uh, whether it's syrup on your pancakes or waffles, whether it's uh, peanut butter on your bread, uh, whether it's, you know, how much creamer you put in my coffee. She's also very uh, disturbed by the amount of creamer I put in my coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. She she likes tea, so she'll put like the, just the tiniest splash of a creamer in her tea. But uh, I like I like my coffee like I like my women, strong, sweet and creamy. Uh, that's how I've always said. Uh, now, 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 I don't say that too much these days because, uh, because you know, uh, there's only one woman for me. Uh, but she is strong. She is very sweet, and she does have uh, creamy skin, silky smooth skin. So, <laughs> still works. But at any rate, uh, I do use a lot of creamer in my coffee as well, and she is kind of horrified by that. But, but do you have anything? Uh, I, I would be interested to see. Uh, how many couples, uh, and like I said, we, we snipe back and forth. We rib each other a little bit. Even, I, I, would, I wouldn't say argue. If it is any argument, it is all in fun and jest. So I don't think food is anything to argue about and get, get angry, uh, mean and nasty. So hopefully you don't argue with your significant other uh, to that point. But is there any good-natured ribbing? on uh, on what uh, you eat or your your significant other eats and how you eat it in so in so much as uh, you know how much you put of this that or the other thing on what you're eating I'd, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples actually uh, have that sort of dynamic in their relationship but uh, like I said uh, we we do it all in good fun and a lot of good natured ribbing and I don't think either one of us is going to back down I'm still going to put uh, probably more cream cheese on my bagel than I should admittedly so and my wife is still not going to put enough on hers uh, for me to want to have a bite of hers that that's probably that's probably uh, a strategy on her part if she wants me to leave her bagel alone and not try to sneak bites uh yeah that would probably be the best idea not to put very much cream cheese on it and that's a sure way for me to not try and sneak a bite of her bagel so there there miss maybe a little strategery going on there but uh but i don't think so <laughs> anyway uh we have some fun with that and i thought i would just kind of share that in this podcast and like i said i wonder how many other uh couples uh have that sort of a thing going on that sort of dynamic going on so until the next time have yourself a great one i'm gonna go uh, slather on mountains of salmon cream cheese on a bagel 
And uh, I know it's probably late, and I probably shouldn't be eating a bagel, let alone with the copious amounts of cream cheese that I use at this time. But you know what? If not now, when? So until then, we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. Until then, be sure to check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com, for our, our blog. Uh, you can also check this podcast out there or, or on Spotify. Uh, you can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, Foodpocalypse Now, on YouTube for the Snack Attack video series. You can also find this podcast there and lots of uh, more things coming to both the podcast and the uh uh, YouTube channel, but as I said again, check out foodpocalypsenow.com. Welcome to the show. It is the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. I'm Chris Baker from Foodpocalypse Now, back for another episode. And of course, uh, we're post Easter, so hopefully everyone had a very happy Easter. Uh, I know I had a great Easter full of uh, lots of delicious Easter candy and lots of uh, delicious Easter food. You know, I was going to do a podcast before Easter and kind of run down uh, some of my favorite. Uh, some of my favorite Easter candy, but uh, but things got to, things got a little hectic around Easter, and honestly decided to take a little break from the uh, the Food Apocalypse Now podcast, uh, take a little break from the Snack Attack videos on our YouTube channel, and just enjoy some time with with family. So uh, got to do that, but uh, uh, Easter candy, I really made out this year. My mother-in-law and my wife uh, both got me my favorite Easter candy of all time. Has to be the Cadbury mini eggs. You got that delicious Cadbury chocolate with that crunchy shell. It's kind of textured. Uh, not not quite. It almost feels powdery. It, it's, it's a very... Uh, different texture uh it looks like the little eggs i love those things those are delicious of course a reese's uh peanut butter eggs uh probably have to be a very close second and uh like i've, I've talked about this before with other people uh it, the egg shape really does make the difference because i think it is the perfect chocolate to peanut butter ratio to make the perfect snacking uh <laughs> snacking uh, treat and of course uh, third on my list of my favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury uh, caramel filled eggs and of course they came out with the cream filled eggs here back uh, when was it back in the 80s uh, but they they later on I, I don't know if it was in the 90s or maybe early 2000s they came out with the caramel filled ones and those are just delicious any anything filled with caramel is okay in my book so uh some of my favorite easter candies hopefully you uh, made out very well this easter with like i said lots of candy and lots of delicious food uh, to enjoy the holiday and of course you know it, uh, i'm not going to get all preachy but uh you know there is a reason for the season so it was nice to be able to celebrate that with the with family and friends and then just personally but uh Speaking of snacks, you know, to, uh, not just Easter candy I've been enjoying lately. Uh, I've been talking about, we've done this on the uh, Food Apocalypse Now Snack Attack videos on the uh, the YouTube channel. And I've been getting these uh, Universal Yums boxes every month. So once a month we do uh, one of the Snack Attack videos with the Universal Yums box. And the really cool thing about Universal Yums, and you know, I sound like a, a paid advertisement. I, I swear, I swear to God. Uh, nobody's paying me this. I just really like what they're doing and like uh, a lot of the snacks I've gotten so far. I'm only a couple boxes in, but one of the cool things about Universal Yums is you can go to their website and you can get some of the old, uh, not old, but I mean, you can get some of the things uh, that were in previous boxes or like if you're like me, 
Uh, I get the the base box, uh, the cheapest box. I'm a cheap guy. <laughs> I work in radio. That's my day job, and we don't make a ton of money. So I just got the uh, the base box. No, actually, it's more. If I'm going to do videos, I don't want to have to try uh, 15 different things. I want to, you know, I wanted to keep it uh, as small as possible so I could make a a, a video that it was maybe not uh, less is more sort of thing. But but. You know, some of the bigger boxes that have more things on uh, the Universal Yums uh, boxes, uh, just some of them look amazing. And you can go on their website, universalyums.com, to their shop, and you can purchase some of the things from previous boxes. You can purchase some of the things from uh, from the box, the, the current box that maybe you didn't get. Uh, in You know, the one that I get usually has like five to seven items, but they have some with, with much, much more. And that's what I did. I went on their website and bought a few of the snacks and... Uh, one of the the German box was this past month's box, and a lot of delicious things. Uh, but one of the things I was really excited about were these uh, pulled pork chips that were not in the box that I got. Uh, they were in one of the uh, the bigger subscription boxes for Universal Yums. Uh, but I tried them. I'm not going to try to pronounce the German. Uh, just we'll just go with pulled pork. Uh, chips but uh, I, I tried these things and boy howdy are they good I mean they really do taste like pulled pork I mean you get the smokiness you get that pulled pork sauce flavor you you taste pork it, it's kind of got a, a bacony uh, flavor to it they're very crisp uh, very crunchy a great uh, salty snack if you get a craving for a salty snack this is really the way to go and I love pulled pork I'm a huge pulled pork fan and uh just a dynamite chip. So I encourage everyone, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, one of the other things I got, which was kind of, uh, I was really intrigued by these. It was part of the uh, box from the UK, uh, but which I didn't get. I, I was on board a little too late with the Universal Yums. But like I said, the cool thing is you can go to the website, go to the shop, and buy some of the things from previous boxes. And this one really caught my eye because I love rhubarb. And they had these bonbons. They're a Bristos of Devon. Uh, they're chewy bonbons, and they're a rhubarb and custard flavor. And I thought, that's really interesting. I, I like that. And and I have been enjoying these <laughs> probably probably more so, much to my wife's chagrin. Uh, you know, I'm trying to watch my girlish figure, and she's seeing me popping these uh, rhubarb and custard bonbons left and right. And she's like, oh, he's going to have to do some extra sit-ups tonight. But no, on all serious though, they're they're delicious. You it's you can look at them, and uh, half of them's kind of a pinkish, half of them's kind of a uh, a yellowy, creamy color, and and that's kind of it. Uh, the pink side is the rhubarb side. It's very tart, uh, that tart rhubarb feel to it, and uh, or taste to it. And then the other side is the creamy custard side, and and really both flavors are just wonderful in these things. The custard really tastes custardy. You're not just getting vanilla. It really tastes like uh, a chewy custard. And the uh, the rhubarb side, you get that tartness. You get that that rhubarb uh, taste, and it, they're just wonderful. My wife is not a big fan of them. She doesn't like sour things, and and these things are are kind of tart but you get a bit of that tartness from the one side and then the the creamy custard side kind of mellows it out after a while they're just fantastic so i encourage everyone if you get a chance uh check them out at universalyums.com like i said they're not paying me for this i just really dig what they're doing so uh really uh excited to try more stuff uh the next box is going to be from spain so I'll be looking for that on the uh youtube channel for food apocalypse now in our snack attack video series and uh, some more more videos to come. I'm trying to come up with some different ideas. Uh, 
uh, some different things to uh, to add content to to both the the podcast. Um, got some things in the work. Maybe getting my wife involved in this. Uh, Food Apocalypse now has been a labor of love for years. Truly, I've been doing the the blog, uh, the website. Uh, now this podcast, the the uh, snack attack video series. But behind the scenes, my wife, uh, even before she was my wife, she was there with me. She was you know uh, proofreading all my blogs. Uh, she's you know on the snack attack videos she's behind the camera kind of directing me and and filming me and kind of doing art direction making sure things are, are where they're supposed to be and with the uh, the podcast she's always helping me out with ideas for uh, for what i can do next so uh, she's she's been my rock and and behind the scenes a, a driving force of food apocalypse now she's the one that that you know really uh helped get me the confidence to to start the blog in the first place how this whole thing started so uh she's she's been behind the scenes and uh, i'm trying to get her uh i don't know if she'll get in front of the camera but at least i'm thinking we're going to do some sort of podcast uh i i would like to you know maybe her just do it by herself but but until uh i think she's uh, comfortable with that i think we're going to do one together and maybe you know she's all the time on pinterest uh and just you know, making delicious meals based on these Pinterest recipes. And, and she'll go in and, and take the recipe and kind of make it her own, you know, add this, uh, take out that. And and so we're, we're maybe going to do something along the lines of that to go over some of her, the Pinterest recipes that she's found and what she's done to make them her own and, uh, and talk about uh, that sort of thing. So hopefully it'll be fun uh, for you to listen to. I know it'll be fun for us to do. We're excited about uh, maybe getting started on that here in the not too distant future right now we're still uh wrapping up a renovation on our place it's it's been it's taking it seems like it's taking forever but uh we are wrapping up a reno and uh now that things are kind of winding down we're kind of getting things where they need to be uh we can start taking a little less time of uh unpacking and and that sort of thing and getting things where they need to be in a little more time doing things we love like uh you know uh, the food apocalypse now stuff so really kind of excited about that and uh, speaking of my wife that was kind of what i wanted to get into with this uh episode of the podcast is that uh, you know it's uh my wife and i we're you know like you know you say soulmates and that's that's really it you know we go out to dinner uh most times and her mom uh my mother-in-law marvels uh in the fact that a lot of times we will we will order the same thing because our tastes are so similar not all the times but a lot of times we'll order the same thing uh because we're really just so connected that we we like a lot of the same things but every once in a while our tastes differ and that's what made me think of uh this subject for this podcast is do you and your significant other ever differ on on food uh, and, and maybe not so much the types of food you eat, but how you eat it. Uh, and I, I say that with a with a grin on my face and a gleam in my eye because uh, the case in point I'm thinking of, my wife and I eat bagels for breakfast a lot of mornings, probably more than I should. I know bagels, uh, they're delicious, but maybe not the healthiest breakfast, but uh, eat bagels quite often. I love Asiago bagels. Uh, they're just tops in my book. And what I love to put on those is a, 
uh, salmon cream cheese. Philadelphia makes a great salmon cream cheese that I I quite enjoy. And my wife, I think I kind of introduced her to that, and she enjoys it as well. But uh, when we go to make our breakfast, uh, we differ very much on the amount of cream cheese that is proper for a bagel. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you and your significant other uh, differ on on the application, I should say, of, of food in your life? Uh, it's, it's funny because I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel. Uh, I remember the first time I ever made a bagel in front of her was at work because we also worked together and uh, I brought in uh, a bagel and some cream cheese and was making that for breakfast uh, when I would make, uh, you know, wait till I got to work to, to eat breakfast. And uh, she later told me, she didn't tell me as I was doing it, but later she told me she was horrified <laughs> at the amount of cream cheese I put on my bagel. Now, to be fair, I have cut back a little bit. I did I did realize that maybe, maybe I was using a touch too much cream cheese on my bagel. I, I'm I'm not 100% certain that's true, but but I I could see where someone might look at my bagel and say that's a that's a skoosh too much cream cheese. But I like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and my argument is and uh, was and will be that if you watch the commercials for any sort of cream cheese, they're slathering that stuff on that bagel, high and mighty, towering <laughs> gobs of cream cheese on top of that bagel and that's that's really the precedence that uh, was set for me in the bagels that i like to have i like a lot of cream cheese on my bagel now my wife on the other hand heather uh she goes in the very opposite direction uh when she makes her bagel uh first she puts down a, a like it puts a little butter on the on the the bagel uh you know gets it uh, uh buttered up uh and just like i said just a thin slice or a, a thin spread of butter and then the, pretty much the same thing with the cream cheese. Uh, so thin that you can see through to the bagel in some parts. And I'm, I'm like, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough cream cheese. If you're, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You got to go big or go home. But no, that's, what, that's how she likes her bagels. Uh, just the, the thinnest, thinnest spread of cream cheese. And, uh, and you know what? <laughs> we... We go back and forth uh, constantly. Uh, she is horrified at the amount of cream cheese I put on mine. I am horrified at the lack of cream cheese on her bagel. And uh, it's funny to, to listen to us go back and forth because I don't think either one of us is going to relent. Uh, like I said, I maybe relented a little bit and cut back ever so slightly on my cream cheese consumption. Uh, because that stuff ain't cheap. And uh, like I said, I am trying to watch my girlish figure. And uh, those uh, those dollops of cream cheese that I'm putting in my bagel uh, are not calorie-free or fat-free for that matter. So I, I, I suppose if you're looking at it from a health standpoint, uh, my wife is in the right. Uh, I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. She's probably right in that regard. But if you're talking from a, a pure taste standpoint, I think I am leaning more in the right direction because, like I said, you know what? When I eat a bagel uh, with cream cheese, I want lots of Asiago cheese on that bagel. 
and I want just as much, if not more, of that salmon cream cheese goodness. In this case, it's Santiago bagels and salmon cream cheese, but I, I want to taste it. I want to live life. I want to grab it by the haunches, and I want to taste every morsel at maximum flavor. But, uh, but like I said, uh, from a health standpoint, I am probably way, way off base on this one, and my wife is probably uh, a little more where well no i i I tell you i'm not gonna say that i'm not gonna say she's a little more where it's at because uh like i said she uh she doesn't put nearly enough cream cheese on her bagel but do you and your significant other have a, a differing opinion on how much uh is the right amount for for anything, uh, whether it's syrup on your pancakes or waffles, whether it's uh, peanut butter on your bread, uh, whether it's, you know, how much creamer you put in my coffee. She's also very uh, disturbed by the amount of creamer I put in my coffee. She's not a coffee drinker. She she likes tea, so she'll put like the, just the tiniest splash of uh, creamer in her tea. But uh, I like I like my coffee like I like my women, strong, sweet and creamy. Uh, that's how I've always said uh, now, now, now I don't say that too much these days because, uh, because, you know, uh, there's only one woman for me, uh, but she is strong. She is very sweet and she does have uh, creamy skin, silky smooth skin. So still works. But at any rate, uh, I do use a lot of creamer in my coffee as well. And she is kind of horrified by that. But, but do you have anything? Uh, I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples, uh, and like I said, we we snipe back and forth. We rib each other a little bit. Even I I would I wouldn't say argue. If it is any argument, it is all in fun and jest. So I don't think food is anything to argue about and get get angry, uh, mean and nasty. So hopefully you don't argue with your significant other uh, to that point. But is there any good natured ribbing on uh, on what? Uh, you eat or your your significant other eats and how you eat it in so in so much as uh, you know how much you put of this that or the other thing on what you're eating I, I would be interested to see uh, how many couples actually uh, have that sort of dynamic in their relationship but uh, like I said uh, we we do it all in good fun and a lot of good natured ribbing and I don't think either one of us is going to be back down I'm still going to put uh, probably more cream cheese on my bagel than I should admittedly so and my wife is still not going to put enough on hers uh, for me to want to have a bite of hers that that's probably that's probably uh, a strategy on her part if she wants me to leave her bagel alone and not try to sneak bites uh yeah that would probably be the best idea not to put very much cream cheese on it and that's a sure way for me to not try and sneak a bite of her bagel so there there miss maybe a little strategery going on there but uh but i don't think so (laughs) anyway uh we have some fun with that and i thought i would just kind of share that in this podcast and like i said i wonder how many other uh couples uh have that sort of thing going on that sort of dynamic going on so until the next time have yourself a great one i'm gonna go uh, slather on mountains of salmon cream cheese on a bagel and uh, i know it's probably late and i probably shouldn't be eating a bagel let alone with the copious amounts of cream cheese that i use at this time but you know what if not now when so until then 
We'll be back next Wednesday for another episode of the Foodpocalypse Now podcast. Until then, be sure to check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com, for our, our blog. Uh, you can also check this podcast out there or, or on Spotify. Uh, you can also uh, check out our YouTube channel, Foodpocalypse Now, on YouTube for the Snack Attack video series. You can also find this podcast there and lots of uh, more things coming to both the podcast and the uh, uh, YouTube channel, but as I said, again, check out foodpocalypsenow.com.